if you have been working hard at your job and you are waiting for that promotion, that special moment, the time to shine, your opportunity, and you need something to inspire you, I highly recommend you to watch the Flaming Hot movie. Yes, the snack, the Flaming Hot. Yes, I love that snack, the chips. And yes, they made a movie. And for those of you who's not familiar, um, it's based on a story of a person that works at uh, Frito-Lay, right? That's like the chips company. And um, the story basically of about the creator, how he started off as a janitor and made his way of inventing this delicious snack and how he got promoted into an executive position. And uh, throughout the movie, I, I was emotional, I was crying, I was happy, I was just watching it. And then right after that, I jumped into watching the real life person, Richard Montanez. Montanez um, and he is incredible, is incredible. And the, like, just to even, like, think about, like, some of the best part of the movie is everything from, like, starting with nothing. Obviously, Richard started as a janitor at the company. He was literally, like, cleaning um, the factory lines, the kitchen, the bathroom, all of that stuff. And the story goes that there were crises during that time like there was a lot of layoffs and you know the company was going through a rough time they were not making as much money there was and the ceo made a video that talks to the workers and richard was in the audience he was just like you know cleaning up the floor while he was watching and in that moment the ceo just basically you know says something along the lines of you know, think like an owner, think like a CEO, you know, like basically, you know, those inspiration corporate, you know, slogans that every one of us have heard from our CEO and the companies that we heard. But in that moment, it really spoke to Richard uh, during that time. Like He really felt like the CEO was speaking to him, basically saying, like, act like the owner, solve this problem essentially how like how do we get out of this crisis right what other ways can we do better as a company and in the movie Richard kind of went into this mode of like finding other ideas like basically he found a gap like found like what potentially is causing the sales of these chips not to go as well as it was not not really the cause but more like what is it missing Maybe that's a better way. It's not that anything's wrong with their existing products. It's more like it's missing flavor. It's, it's missing spice. It's missing diversity. It's missing, you know, the Latino, the Mexican, like those, those beautiful, tasty flavor that he didn't see in those chips at the time. And he took the initiative to really think through like, well, let's test it. Let's test it out. Let's make, you know, he went into his own kitchen with his wife, Judy, and his family and really just like coming to, with the spices and testing like the texture the wet sauce the dry powder like all of the different ways of creating this new taste in his kitchen in the movie and so basically in the story once he have created it you know it's tested by his own family that it's yummy it's tasty he wanted to basically call up the ceo and have him have a try because he's a firm believer that this 
is going to go viral. This is going to be the sensation. This is going to be the thing that basically could help save the company, to save the worker and whatnot. And he was a strong believer. Like, and mind you, this part of the story where he like went out of his way to really learn this like business thing. There's like clips of him like going to the library, you know, just like like pe- prepping his speech to the CEO, right? Like he doesn't know. He obviously doesn't interact with CEO and executive regularly. He was a janitor. And so he's like doing all of these things on his own, like taking the initiative, like listening to something that inspired him, trying to find solutions to something that he believed could help be like one of the solutions to the company operating and driving revenue again. And really, more importantly, thinking about like what do the people want? Like what do the people want from his own cultural experience? Like what he brought to play and really like all of that bringing it to life and so he in the movie you know obviously it's like hard to just call up the ceo so in the movie it shows like he tried to get in contact with the ceo and he went into like almost like a a yellow book for those of you who doesn't know what is that it's like a phone book basically where it lists out employees phone numbers and the executive board was one of those numbers that was on the book. So Richard took that number and got the courage to actually call it up and got the assistant to be on the line. And Richard, you know, shoot his shot, right? Like he's like basically said, I had a great idea that's gonna, you know, change all of this. Like it's gonna be a big hit. Let me, you know, talk to the CEO and I wanna pitch an idea essentially. And the CEO, obviously he's not every day, even as a CEO or anybody, you get a call from the janitor of your company, right? It's just not a common thing. And so the CEO actually did took the call and Richard did his pitch and basically asked if it's okay for him to send him a sample, like if Richard could send the CEO the sample. And in the movie, the CEO was very impressed, you know, that someone, number one, took the initiative to call, pitch an idea, and also Richard referenced the video that he saw from the CEO about be, you know, act like a CEO, act like an owner, you know, so he was like pleasantly surprised. And so Richard went ahead and actually sent the CEO a box of sample. And, you know, the, the whole movie, it was just incredible, so emotional, so hearty, so warmth like it shows the greatness of Richard had the love that he had with his wife because his wife was just so supportive and believed in Richard the whole time even though in the beginning when he was a janitor it was a rough 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 life like they were poor they were not making ends meet but yet the wife never left his side and really supported and believed in Richard and that really showed in the movie which is lovely Um, Because after the fact, I looked up the movie, they're still together. Like, thank goodness, you know, like it is like it just shows that that, you know, they they're really there for each other and really care for each other. And so they went ahead, sent a box to the CEO. The CEO actually tried it. And it's one of those where I mean, if you tried Flaming Hot, like I I still love it. And the first time I tried it, that reaction of like, ooh, this is spicy, but it's like good spicy it's a the addictive type of spicy and yeah like that was reenacted on the show like ceo was like oh this is spicy and then they're like just keep eating it because it's that good and that is exactly you know how cheeto is you know like it makes me want to buy a bag right now and just eat it because that's how tasty it is one of those where it's spicy but you just want to keep eating it 
So anyway, the CEO liked the taste of the hot Cheeto and actually called up Richard to want to meet with him in person and hear more about the idea. And Richard obviously is super happy, super excited in the movie, and he knew he had to prepare how to actually pitch his big plan to the CEO because he's coming and Richard did not have the experience to actually talk to the CEO about this grand plan. So he, you know, the movie showed him going to the library, researching, doing the hard work. Like basically, it didn't matter that Richard didn't have the education and the experience and the background that, you know, typical people is needed to pitch to a CEO. Like he did his best, tried his hardest and did what he could to really you know do the best that he could he like he 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 already did you know more than halfway of the job but like he actually found something that's worthwhile in investing in it's it's something that he came up with and and that's you know we'll we'll live into the whole after the fact research of me looking into this creator but in the movie it demonstrated he created you know the spice and the idea and all of that and he now knew that he needed to, you know, almost like this whole be, being presentable, being able to pitch, being able to talk about the demographic, the audience group, the people that will like it, like kind of like all, like more into this like market research type of world. So it shows that in the movie, which is also very inspiring. And then, of course, the day comes, the CEO is there and Richard is nervous but yeah he did his thing at the beginning he he basically tried to read off his notes like many of us who is not used to public speaking would do i have done that like reading just basically word by word of what you can and he did and in the beginning was a little slow in the movie and i think richard in the movie could sense that you know it's not going well in terms of like engagement and excitement because there were other people in the room that was just like asking him questions like, well, what's the market share, you know, for a uh, hot Cheeto or, or chili Cheetos at the time, right? The spicy Cheetos. And Richard's like, I don't know what market share is. So, you know, it's it's it, you could tell that he didn't know what market share was like. He just basically like said this big, like with his hand, why? Like, that's how big the market share is. And then he kind of came to his his senses and just was himself i was just like look i don't know what marcus share is but i could tell you that you know this is what's missing in the flavor like his people would love this type of spice and he grew up with it he stands by it like this is what it means to have you know culture in the product and this is what's missing and he talks about how his culture and community is such a big part of this like snack community and all of that which the CEO really appreciate and that's like one of the CEO's goal is to like tap in to a certain market like the Latinos and Mexicans and all of that like how do we bring these cultural flavors into the market so he was really interested so he did decide to invest in Richard's idea um, at least as a test run so they did that. They invested it um, a little bit in Los Angeles to see how things were going. And as the movie progressed, the first try, like the first, you know, I don't know the time frame, but like when it first actually launched, like Hot Cheetos became a product on the shelf, it actually didn't sell that well. And one of the primary reasons was that there wasn't enough investment on marketing at all, pretty much. There was like barely any marketing 
to like create awareness to know that it exists and like that it's good like there was none of that for hot cheetos at the beginning and so like sales wasn't going so well and richard in the movie took the initiative to basically like okay like for things that basically wasn't selling how can we like him and his co-workers like help each other like help actually bring the word out there like give samples out to the community so people could try because he was just so confident that if people get to experience it and taste it and try it like it will go crazy it would just blow up so he did that he like inspired all of his co-workers to and his community and his family to really just like bring it out there like bring samples give out like free bags of chips out there so people could actually try and of course you know it blew up it blew up once kids got familiar with it like i did honestly like it was one of those things but i remember coming to america when i was like 10 years old and the first time i saw hot cheetos being eaten was some classmate of mine like this bright red chips that you can't miss it like I've never seen bright red chips in my life until that time and moment in time when I came to America. And I just remember like just watching my, you know, classmate eating that with like their fingers super red and their tongue turning red. And like it just looks so delicious. And I remember at the time I like have no idea. Is it supposed to be a sweet you know chips like i did not even know that it's spicy and when like i was just drawn to it just by that and i remember the first time i had it it was one of those things like at first i'm like oh it is spicy i didn't know what to think of the flavor but it's so addicting and since then i'm hooked so it's not surprising that in the movie that's like how it started when people start was able to sample it start to see other people like it and have it it just blew up and of course like towards the end of the movie uh richard was formally promoted from a janitor into a direct direct director executive of marketing cultural marketing specifically uh to continue to contribute to the cultural aspect of fredo lay and you know that that was like the book of the story and i find it like so inspiring and of course right after the entire movie i jump into research mode i'm like okay like what is what is the real life story like is this and i remember the first thing i read on wikipedia about richard montanias was like something about some claims that like Basically, they don't know if Richard really invented and created Hot Cheetos. And I remember reading that. I'm like, mm, okay, so like, is I don't know, is that true? Is it not? Then I jumped into watching like interviews about Richard, just talking about his experience. And one interview in particular, the interviewer literally just asked Richard like, hey, you know, uh, PepsiCo made these claims and it's, these were things that were said that like you are, you know, one of the contributors, but definitely there's like other people that contributed or whatever. There's like blurry lines or whatever of who invented it exactly or if you're the sole person that invented, like what's your response? And Richard very like gracefully answered the question. Basically, you know, he you know is confident that like he is the one who invented it he was like you know the, when i was making the spice and the ingredients in my kitchen i could tell you that people that were making the claims were not in the kitchen with me and he kind of went on 
and also very gracefully show his appreciation of Pepsi Code and all of the years that he worked there. He enjoyed everything that he learned. And it just dawned to me that I'm like, oh my God, I can't even believe for a second I doubted this man. Because like, especially someone like, I mean, like I could relate to this too, like as a person that started out with absolutely nothing and nobody. And even like, I think a lot of us have experienced basically other people taking credit of your work and especially when you are either starting out or lower level like people trying to take credit for things that like you have done is like no joke and I think especially when other people see other like people that they perceive as lower level and they can take advantage of them like people will do it and it's just like dawned to me I'm just like oh my god that's probably exactly what happened like he is you know someone that went from bottom to like a very high up and like I could only imagine yeah like he's probably feeling so appreciative that this greatness already happened to them so he probably already feel like okay yeah like it's you know I wouldn't have done it without you like thanks for your support so yeah sure you know all of that but when it comes to the ingredients all of that like he probably did do it all himself you know and like like he seems very genuine so I'm just I am gonna believe that he he's the inventor of the hot Cheeto and of course he have his company to back him up to launch it market it brand it and all of that good stuff and but that doesn't discredit him for as an inventor and I could only you know feel that like a lot of us out there too have you know did more in a project or had a great idea and then one of your colleagues like try to claim they they did it or they invented it or they created it. it just happens way too common uh but you know anyway like it was just such a great story of richard and that movie was just so inspiring because it's just such a good reminder that it really doesn't you know matter like solely of like our race of who we are and where we start at it's about ambition it's about belief it's about taking control of your own destiny it's about having a vision it's about executing on the vision it's about trying like there's so much like the richer could have you know quote quote accepted his faith like think that oh you know i'm just a janitor like why bother you know like the company's going through a crisis like there's no way that i contribute to this big operation like my voice doesn't matter like there's all of these things that Richard could have thought and never actually took any initiative or even try because it seemed very impossible and I think that what he has done is like the exact ingredients that we need to even get close to the success and get success in our lifetime and I say this with such confidence because I myself have gone through some of that. I'm not saying I have, you know, gone through to an executive. Like I'm not in the executive position, but very, you know, in, in relations to, to Richard's story, like I felt like I started, you know, below. Like I remember being in meetings where I'm afraid to even say anything. I was treated, I mean, just like any entry level, like not, not a bad thing, like, you know, start as an entry level person and having to learn to like like in marketing like when I knew absolutely nothing I'm just like researching the heck out of it going to you know online like just like Richard like you know 
going to the library and find information how to present like how do you pitch pitch an idea like what does this mean what does that mean like that is something that a lot of us not only could relate to but also like have experience and it's not easy to like push ourselves to do that constantly and i do see that for those that who don't give up and continue to try and research and learn and push yourself to learn and do is like are the people that set apart from other people and and i i really believe that these are the ingredients like it's not about this like victim mindset when it comes to like hey you know what because i'm this person or if i because i'm getting you know discriminated or this and that i can't do this like and just give up it's not about that it's like like yes recognize it yes you know do what you can to overcome it but yet also like do something about it when it comes to your destiny and really you know trying you know it's like one of those sayings it's like try that try try what is it like like keep what I, well, I want to say the word like try dying not try dying like what am I talking about? no it's like you keep trying you know like like till you die is like kind of what I'm saying it's like you just keep trying like don't give up and I think like that is what really sets people apart like this whole journey that like if shown in the movie and like Richard's life like real life of like him you know, becoming an executive uh, team in a big corporate company from a janitor. Like, that was a real fact. And it really does take people that have perseverance, grit, and try and try and try and try and not give up despite people not believing in them, despite people putting them down, and really have that drive inside of you and let that drive drive you. And, you know, like, it's just so real because there are so much so many like moments in my life even I know that I I cannot even do half of the things that I've done if I didn't like act on things if I didn't do my share of like there's endless weekends and nights where I do research on things that I do not have to and these reachers are things that like benefit my job for example like even this weekend I was like learning so much about AI trying to understand how I could use AI to make work more efficient and these are literally things that I don't have to do it's not in my job description I'm not getting paid more from any of this but it makes me think about it because it is something that one I think I could apply to my job and make things better at the workplace and I know that I'm benefiting my own learnings like I know the more I learn about these things the more I advance myself with technology with how things are going right now in the world I know that it's beneficial for myself and my own learning to like basically stay up to date with the trends with the things that are happening with the latest and the greatest and these are like the time investment that I'm making for myself and it's like these things that you know, sometimes you have to be willing to do, even if it pains you, even if it bores you, even if it means that you're taking time out of your own personal time that you could be sleeping, eating, hanging out with your friends, going out with your buddy, doing anything but basically working. Um, if you could do that, even, you know, in your own time and being dedicated and not give up and try to push yourself like, like I try to push myself to like present to managers, to executive, even though in times where I don't want to like talk 
to them. I don't want to present. I don't want to do anything. But yet I know that sometimes you have to do it in order to get the word out there, in order to get like change something, in order to actually make a difference. Just like how Richard had to pick up the phone to call the CEO, even though that is something that it's not socially you know, acceptable, right? Like not acceptable in the sense of like, it's not normal, right? And he need to have the courage to do that. Like it's not something typical and normal that people usually do. And that took a lot of courage. And I think a lot of us are presented with like subtle opportunities sometimes that are not very obvious either. Like obviously your CEO and your VP is not like welcoming you and like telling you to call them up or anything like that. Like it's really ever like that and so if you really feel like you have a good idea or if you have something that you want to contribute or if you have invested the time to come up with something that you feel really confident and strongly about then you need to have the courage to actually present it to people so that people know about your idea or how you could actually make a change like all of those things takes initiative grit perseverance trying and courage to actually make happen like there's all of these ingredients that comes together to actually be successful and it is beyond just someone that who sits there and complain about you don't like your job that you 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 don't like how things are happening you you don't like the pay like thinking about those things all the time is not going to help you improve the quality of your life to say you know, I want a better look, a better paying job and just keep looking for a job and keep applying to jobs. Sometimes it's not good enough when it comes to getting to what you want. It's like sometimes figuring out what is it that you want to do? What industry makes the most money that you feel like you have the interest to be good and practice at that industry? And how do you prove that you are good at these things? And how do you practice? Sometimes like it might be like you practicing interviewing you to your dream job and you're just like talking to a wall of just keep practicing and practicing how you're gonna talk about yourself in the interview like sometimes getting to what you want requires work requires practice require mastering something and it like it's the question is are you willing to invest that time in to become that you know and i think that is what makes the most difference between someone that actually make things happen like becoming from nothing to something and someone that who just sits there and complain again and again and again and again and again, nothing ever changes. And and I I strongly believe this. So anyway, like I think a lot of us out there are trying our best and are doing, you know, a lot already. And I think this movie is great. It's like very inspirational, very, you know, motivational. <laughs> and I already am like have he, like Richard uh, also wrote a book uh, on this of Inflaming Hots and I'm gonna buy it like I literally just added to my cart on Amazon um, but yeah like highly recommend watching the movie it's on Hulu right now um, uh, yeah and if you want to read the book I recommend reading it too I'm gonna purchase it but yeah like it's just such an inspired story and it, it, it's great like I think it's something that I know a lot of you listener out there are hard worker and wanna do great work so I I think this movie it's a must watch okay anyways I'll talk to you guys next week bye